This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats to keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi there, Megan. I give you Conan and David. Hi, Conan and David and Matt. Hey, Hi. Megan. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Uh, great. Uh, I know nothing about you, Megan. Um, uh, tell me, what is it you do, Megan? Um, I am a children's book author and editor. Oh, yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah. I, I, I've never, how many children's books have you written? More than a hundred. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. Oh my I've God. I've never read but, that many books. Right? Yeah. That's a uh, lot. That's incredible. But I should, I should note that they are for, most of the books I've written are for the school library market. We make books usually in series. So there'll be like a series about swamp animals or a series about presidents or I see. You, you said you're writing about uh, history, things like that. Do you ever write a series about, you know, Tommy the Angry Tomato or something, <laughs> where you, where where an, a vegetable comes to life, or that kind of story? So like fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. First of all, Megan, <laughs> don't assume that. I said he's an angry tomato, Tommy the Angry Tomato. So this is a this is a very dark book. This is not light fiction. This yeah, gets very maybe dark. It's not even fiction. I don't know. Yeah, and when you find out why he's mad, you're going to have he watched his family slaughtered at a pizza shop. So yeah, it's a true crime story. Yeah, and then he's uh, seeking revenge against uh, the Italian pizza maker who butchered his family. Yeah, God, you don't I'm think sorry this is a good I made light of it? No. Well, <laughs> thank you for your. Apology, Megan. It was long overdue. Yeah. You are a professional children's book writer. You've written over 100 children's books. Do you use your name, Megan, or do you use a, a pen name? I mostly use my name, but if I'm like not a huge fan of the book or the topic, <laughs> I will use a pen name. What is so your pen I, name? My pen name is Margot Gates. Oh, Margot Gates. Okay, I'll, I can look for that. Margot Gates. Yep. I use an alias. Uh, when I, yeah, when I write into like penthouse or whatever, yeah. I never use my name. <laughs> no, that would be silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's always. He uses uh, Margot Gates. Yeah. No, I don't use well, that. I'm the same one. I'm Charles DeFond and, uh, but it's Charles DeFond who had a hot encounter with his teacher in the, in the bio lab. So, um, it's not me. 
because that's that's just classy. Yeah. She's a different name. I mean, how could so you, you not with a name like that, Charles Dufond? Like, yeah, exactly. She came in. Counter. She said, are you defond, comma, Charles? I said, yes, I am. She slowly removed her glasses. Her hair tumbled down. Uh, mm. I suddenly realized she was beautiful for the first time. Listen, <laughs> I went off on a little cul-de-sac, and I apologize. Oh. Uh, Megan or Margot, what yeah. are some of the rules? Because I want to write a children's book now. Well, you got Tommy the Angry Tomato. <laughs> well, it's not Tommy the Angry Tomato, but what are some of the rules I should follow? Well, you're going to need to ultimately watch your sentence length and you're going to have to use vocabulary fit for a third grader. So you said watch your sentence length. So like uh, William Faulkner would have been a very terrible uh, children's book author. His sentences don't end. They just go and go and go and go. And they usually uh, involve, uh, you know, a man child, some sort of terrible, terrible, dark secret in the deep south. Probably not a good children's book author. Probably not. Probably more like Ernest Hemingway. Wasn't weren't his sentences super yes. short? He's like, yes. and it was good. Yes, and that's yes. exactly what you want. Yeah, of course. People are always getting drunk and punching someone, and then yeah, people have the content is another issue. Yeah, but, I mean, his his children's book. I think he wrote one, and it was about a guy who was impotent after a World War One wound. <laughs> oh man, uh, I didn't was, see that was, one. Yeah, he was drinking to compensate. Um, and guess what? The uh, Library Association did not accept it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That was one of uh, Hemingway's only great failure, I think, as a writer. The only one, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. uh, so, yeah, when you're, when you're writing, you have to, <laughs> if you don't mind me continuing, you have to, we have to run our manuscripts through something called ATOS. And that basically gives your manuscript a score. And if you're writing for third graders, you need to fall within the, the, from 3.0 to 3.9, that like range, generally. Um, Megan, Megan, yeah. this shocks me. What you're telling me <laughs> is that children's books and the children's book industry is controlled by this algorithm called ATOS. That's chilling. This is Orwellian. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's insane that yeah. there's a deep state that's controlling what our children can read and cannot read. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. I, I guess that that's how you want to spin it. Yes. There's also I'm not, like- Excuse me. Oh, excuse oh. me, <laughs> Megan. Ex- or, if I, or if I can use your fake name, uh, Margot Gates. I'm sorry, but you're the one that came in here with an alias. <laughs> and then you're accusing me of spinning something. I'm spinning nothing. I was just told that no children's book can be written in this country unless it passes mm. the almighty algorithmic wisdom of Atos. <laughs> True or false? Um, false, because that largely pertains to the school library market for nonfiction books. But if you're writing a fiction book, you can kind of do what you want. Trust me, Atos will find you. Yeah, you know? yeah, it sometimes does. Yeah, suddenly you'll go to use your ATM. No cash will come out. You know, you'll go to walk through the that electric door at the supermarket. And it won't open, oh and you'll say, "What's wrong here? It opened for everyone else." I am Atos. <laughs> you will submit. You will submit to my algorithmic tyranny. Write a book dead. about tomatoes. Um, are you regretting contacting me, no. Megan? You can say I'm if not. you are. I'm not. No, you can I say it. trust me. Absolutely I have not. a chilling effect on many people. She just uh, leaves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Megan just walks away. It's hard to walk away when you're in your own home, Megan. Yeah. Uh, on a Zoom. Um, and Atos will find you. I know how to find you. Atos works for me now. So there's no way you could write a, a first grade children's book about a real dark subject, right? 
say, or is there no such thing as impossible? I think there's no such thing. No, I think you can definitely do it. So when you're writing for like first graders who they're going to read it themselves and not have it read to them by a parent, you're, you need to do like, like six pages total. And there needs to be like one sentence per page. You basically need to follow the same pattern in every sentence, but just change one word. And you have to use a lot of high frequency words like that, that they recognize like I, you, she, he. Um, Megan, are you Atos? Thank you. <laughs> do I sound robotic? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, a little bit, and you do move your arms a little bit. <laughs> I'm just thinking you're like the great Oz. The when great I started making Oz. fun of Atos, I could see you <laughs> having trouble down. processing. Yeah. You weren't enjoying it. <laughs> I think Matt is onto something. I think you are Atos. You have all these rules. Yeah. You are a yeah. walking algorithm. Does that stand for something, Atos? Is it? Yeah, that's a great question, and I don't know. Thank I've, you, I've Atos. Never, yeah, I've never flipped into that. <laughs> Atos, Atos, one more question. <laughs> yeah. How did you assume the form uh, of, a, of a young woman? How did you do that? Oh, man. You're calling on me for some major improv. Nice deflection, Atos. Atos does not improvise. <laughs> no. <laughs> Improvisation is illogical. Uh, Atos, you are, you are so busted. Uh, <laughs> is it strange when you're writing under... Uh, for, oh, first of all, do children's books get reviewed? They do. Yeah, they do, do. Do you ever... I mean, this is an indelicate question, but I don't know. Does someone ever really go after a children's book and a review and sort of tear into it? And then you think, hey, man, chill out. It's a children's book. Um, I'm sure they have. I haven't read any specific ones that I've read that have been torn into. But I think there's reason to if if people handle certain subjects indelicately. Subjects, yes. Yeah. Or if they get facts wrong. I mean You're more rigorous in fact checking children's books than any news source that I've seen <laughs> in the United States, maybe shorter than New York Times, but other than that, no one else in this country or the world for that matter is fact checking anymore. And and you're writing uh, a book about a duck that uh, lost its best friend, the frog, in a top hat, and you're fact-checking. That's really impressive to me. Yeah, we would want to make sure that it's plausible that, like, a duck and a frog could be friends. <laughs> Guess oh, what? Atos. 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 <laughs> it does not make sense. <laughs> they are different species. <laughs> what is kiss? What is love? <laughs> <laughs> I forget what the question was. Yeah, of course you do. Of course, you know why? Oh, no, Atos because is smoking. Atos oh, no. is smoking and smoldering. Her, her head flies off. Yeah, oh, yeah. Megan, start saying error, 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 error. Megan, you had a question for me. I don't know why you would seek wisdom from me when I have behaved like such an ass, uh, but. Fire away. I'm here to help you if I can. I've got like a deep existential question for you. Sure. That wasn't on the script, so you're not prepared That's for okay. it. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't okay, care, so man. Okay, here's my question. Do you ever feel self-conscious? Of course. I feel self-conscious all the time. Okay. Like yeah. insecure self-conscious? Do you know who I am? Are you at all familiar with my body of work? <laughs> yes. Why would you think that I wouldn't? Doesn't everybody feel pretty self-conscious? I mean, I think everyone does, but the reason is because- 
especially when I listen to this podcast, there's many times when like you are just going at a joke and you're just like beating it down and like Matt and Sona are like at this point groaning, but like you don't care that you've lost them. You are loving it and you just keep that and you commit to it. And like to me, that just smacks of like zero self-consciousness. You're just I think in that moment that I'm in, what you're t- what you're talking about is the fever dream that any creative genius can experience, uh, where I lose uh, all sense of self. So I have moments, and I'm I'm so glad that no one cut me off when I said creative genius. Uh, maybe you're just maybe Matt, you're just tired of hearing it after all these years. But yeah, I blocked it out. At this you blocked point. it out. You didn't even hear it. Or worse, I'm starting to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I will say to condense this, and then um, this will be a little clearer. When I'm doing comedy and I'm doing some jag and I'm enjoying myself, those are the moments when I am not self-conscious. Can I just ask one more uh, light question? Okay, so if you were an action figure, what three accessories would come with your action figure? Whoa. That's a good one. Crossbow. Oh, I would oh. want a crossbow. I would want kung, I would want kung fu grip. Remember kung fu grip? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kung fu grip was something that uh, I think was it GI Joe? Joe? GI Joe had kung fu grip. His um, his hand would lock in, and that just early man only evolved because he had the opposable thumb and the ability to grab things. You're I already think, two out of three for crossbow and kung fu grip for a famous GI Joe with red hair. Do you know that? Uh, well, we're getting there. Okay, okay. I'm gonna throw the last one. May may not fit the pattern, but um, I would want Kung Fu Grip because that would help me evolve as an action figure. I would want a crossbow because they look so awesome and for self-defense. Finally, I'd want a dune buggy. I would want like a dune buggy that I could drive around in because when I was a kid, I really wanted the G.I. Joe that was part of the the Egypt Explorer archeological series. And it had a six-wheeled vehicle that was like a dune buggy and my G.I. Joe drove around in it, and I loved, loved that dune buggy. The uh, red-haired crossbow-wielding Kung Fu Grip G.I. Joe I was thinking of was Scarlet. Do you know her? No. Well, this is my generation's G.I. Joe, the smaller G.I. Joe. Well, what happened to G.I. Joe that suddenly there's... There's Lady G.I. Joes? Yes. That was not the G.I. Joe world I grew up with. (laughs) I knew it. I'm sorry, but I know my old ways seem unfamiliar to you youngsters. But there was no, I mean, I don't, how do they get any work done? Oh, God. I'm sorry. (laughs) All these Lady Scarlets around? No. Not in my dune, not in my dune buggy. Just your crossbow and your grip or whatever. Yeah, exactly. No women That's allowed. That's all I need. That's all Just I need. Just me and oh. my crossbow. No my women. crossbow and my grip is all I need. I don't need no lady in my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure G.I. Joe has gone through many, many iterations since uh, since I had a G.I. Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's all, all a different ball of wax now. And yes, we're all the better for it, said Conan. All the better for it. Whew. Um, Margaret, what's the book you're most proud of? So a Margot Gates book that I'm most proud of is- Yes, Margot Gates. Yeah, is called um, A Good Nut. I like to call it my magnum opus. It's like six pages long. It's like 30 words total, but it's, <laughs> it's about all the things that squirrels do with nuts. And it's it's kind of exploring opposites too. Like this squirrel finds a nut and this squirrel shares a nut. I think it ends by the squirrel sharing a nut. Spoiler. Oh, that's nice. That's it nice. is nice. Spoiler. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Well, I'm not going to read it now. <laughs> yeah, Because don't. now I know that the, the squirrel shares a nut. And who's the illustrator? 
Oh, I forget Ooh, who the illustrator is. You forget oh, who the illustrator is. This won't go well Here's for you. We use like a, a, a series of four illustrators for this particular type of book that I write. And so they're all mashed up in my head, but they're from okay. Europe. I know that. Mm. <laughs> At least it's narrowed down now. Yeah. 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 I mean, oh, I know right? who you're talking about. Of yeah. course. We all know now. <laughs> it's, the, it's the illustrator from Europe. Got it. Yeah. Well, you've just outed yourself once again as Atos. Yeah. (laughs) Individual humans don't interest you. Uh, Only the more powerful algorithm. A good nut. I'll check it out. I'm going to read it tonight. Yeah, please do. It'll take me 40 minutes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it was really nice meeting you, Megan, and continued success with your children's books. It was wonderful to meet you, too. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. And you take care and remember, yes, I'm very self-conscious. Okay, I will. Not when I'm joking or drinking. Those are the only two things that kill it. Got it. You take care. You too. Thanks. Bye, Megan. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye. Sona, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there. California. (laughs) California, Sona. No matter where you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. I'm a California resident. So, Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching. You can go hiking in Yosemite. And then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want. They got it in California. Hey, if you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. It's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Okay. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. 
Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loud speaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, yeah. find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone (laughs) cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on oh, this? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not oh. with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm-hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a, what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do, and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not, that's more people than are on earth because there are people on the moon using it in Saturn. (laughs) That's one over 1 billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hi there, Christian. Meet Conan and David. 
What's up, Conan? What's up, David? Hi. Christian, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing very well. Uh, tell us, where do you uh, hail from? Where are you at this very moment? I hail from sunny San Diego, just uh, uh, a little south of you guys. I've been to San Diego many times uh, at Comic-Con. Yeah. Of course, Comic-Con yeah. hasn't uh, occurred in some time because of COVID, but uh, we used to take over the Spreckles Theater in downtown San Diego. And <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I have a couple of friends say. that have met you down there. Yeah. Oh, I pretty much met everybody. <laughs> they were always dressed as Wonder Woman or Aquaman, so uh, I did not try to ever recognize them again, but uh, I shook a lot of hands down there. Uh, and... Tell us a little bit about yourself, Christian. Well, uh, there's not much to me other than me being a locksmith. Well, then goodbye. <laughs> I'll, I'll be leaving you now. Uh, yes, it was nice knowing you. the most uh, boring episode Well, there's not here. much to me, he said. <laughs> no, besides what? What, what did You said something. So I'm, and I didn't I'm a locksmith. That's, oh, you're that's a locksmith. That's one interesting thing about me. Yeah. Uh, are you good at being a locksmith? Oh, well, I think so. Uh, usually... They say that the complaint that you get if you're a good locksmith is you did that too fast. That right. should have taken you longer. So if you're making a key for a car or if you're like trying to break into uh, the customer's house because they left their keys inside and it takes you two minutes and then they complain, they're like, shouldn't that have taken you longer? Uh, do you ever try and stretch it out a little bit just to um, make it look more impressive? No, because I feel like it's more impressive when you take when you the quicker you are, the faster yeah. you are. Yes, so. I've, that's been my approach to lovemaking my entire life. <laughs> uh, you know, that was just there and I did it. I don't care. Um, so let me ask you something because I have, I have questions uh -huh. that intrigue me. Uh, locksmiths can commit heinous crimes if they want. You have a superpower, which is you can go, I'm guessing, what, to any door, any car, and you can get in within... Basically, Maybe a minute or two? Yeah, like 90% of uh, residential doors and commercial doors. Christian, what keeps you from committing robberies on a massive scale? My wife. Oh, your uh, wife. Oh, yeah, she keeps good. me in check. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right, well, good, yes. That's good. So she is. she's the moral compass. She's yeah, the one she, that says... Yeah, yeah. Without her and her um, input in my life, uh, I don't know where I would be. <laughs> okay. That's a very sweet thing to say, because when I look into your eyes, I see a man who'll do anything, uh, you know, to to profit in this world. And you have the skill to do it. You can get it. Now, let's let's be honest here. Can you really break into anything? Let's just say residential. Can you get into any house? Uh, yeah, mainly because, uh, especially on this side of the country, 90% of the locks are on two major keyways or brands. And we have tools here. I got I got a little tool here. This is my favorite one to use. It's called the Lishi. And this basically, you just put it in and you just feel every pin until it. you pick it. You go one by one. And it actually reads you the cut. Oh. Christian, could you teach me how to do this? I could. I don't know if I want to, though, because no, no, uh, uh, then please. I'd be responsible for the heinous crimes you may commit. No, what <laughs> crimes? Here's yeah, what I wake say. up with him in my bedroom in the middle of the night. Oh, trust me, I hear <laughs> I've, I've been in there. I've watched you sleep. Uh, it's something I do with all my employees. Um, <laughs> so scary the first time? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you wear a night mask. It's weird. Uh, and a lot of creams on your face. True. Uh, Listen, I'm curious, Christian, seriously, like, let's say we were in the same room, you had that tool, we had some practice locks. Do you think you could teach me to pick most locks? With the right tools, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to put anyone who's listening, you know, uh, with give them anxiety, because a lot of people do 
put a lot of faith and trust into their locks and they are secure. Most people don't know this knowledge, but with a little bit of practice and the right tools, yeah, yeah, you could learn fairly quickly. You're a smart man, right, Tony? Uh, well, in some areas, yes. In some areas, there are stunning deficits. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> stunning deficits is going to be the title yeah. of my autobiography. <laughs> you, could, you could pick it up. Uh, now, what about a car? I mean, uh, cars must be impossible to get into now, right? So this actually, so this type of tool, the same thing, this leashy, actually was I've first made for that. cars. Yeah. For cars. Yeah. So there's numerous of different leashies because there's different types of locks on cars, right? So basically- But a lot of cars now use, I'm sorry to interrupt, but a lot of cars now use electronic, uh, you know, they don't yeah. have a real place for a key. What do you do with that? Unless it's like a Tesla, yeah. uh, they will have a key for the door handle. So you right. just pick that, you get in. If it's a push to start, then all you need is a programming tool. Do you have oh, to t- pass uh, some kind of morality test to have that locksmith tool or that programming uh, thing? Because uh, You have to have like... a locksmith license. And so okay. that is provided by the state. Okay. The state license. Uh, all right. I have a question. Let's say I'm in a parking lot. Uh, it's late at night. I lost my keys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I'm stuck, and I call you. Do you show up in your car? Yeah, I have a work van. I was actually originally trying to do my uh, uh, my interview with you in my work van, but uh, last week the engine literally pooped out. Um, I need a new engine in that, so I'm in a spare van that has nothing interesting in there. Why didn't you just break into someone else's van and take it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be a good person, Conan. Oh, well, that's yeah. where you and I diverge. See, see this, these types of questions is what uh, makes me think twice about teaching you. You're going to mm. teach me, and I want to get that special device. What's it called, the Schludenschleder? I'm getting a Schludenschleder, and I'm going to, I have to have that. Uh, this is, uh, you, David, you have to get me that tool. I'm, I'm on it. What's it called again? It's called the Lishi. Lishi. Mm. Watch, she's going to, I know David, he's going to come back with a jar of lychee nuts. <laughs> And I'll be arrested. I found it. I'll be arrested trying to force them into the door of a 1988 BMW. <laughs> what a headline, though. I know. No, I do have it. a question for David, if I may, not yeah. to change the topic too much. Yeah. But David, so you're Sona's assistant, right? Is that's that, how I started that, out, yeah. Do you have an assistant? Like, is no. there an assistant? You know what it is? You know what it is, Christian? It's like Russian dolls. It's yes. They just keep going and going and going until you get to the tiniest little baby one. There's a tiny baby who's at the very bottom of the chain. Yes, Sona had an assistant, which is hilarious because Sona never did anything and David did it all. Uh huh. (laughs) True story. It's a true story. Yeah. No, Sona's a good assistant. Oh come on, she is not. And I say that with love. Wait, what? Uh, Anyway, I I feel bad. We're talking about Sona. Can I get an assistant? No, you can't get an assistant. No, your assistant's going to be one of uh, Sona's twins, (laughs) twin children. Uh, So you drive around in a van and you show up. Now, Christian, this must be the great part of your job. When you show up, people are desperately unhappy and freaking out because their girlfriend locked them out of the house or they lost their keys or whatever. And you show up, jump out and take care of the situation. You're like a superhero. That's why I love this job. Uh, I come to save the day. Uh, 90% of the people are very happy to see me. Uh, what about the 10%? Yeah. Who's yeah. not happy What's to see you? There? Oh, there's, there's several instances um, that every locksmith will face where there's uh, someone shady trying to break into a place oh. where they're not mm-hmm. supposed to. 
So what, do they have to show ID? Yes, yes. And so a lot of times they'll say, oh, what if I pay you like in cash? I'm like, nope. Do you ever feel physically threatened? No, I've never been to that point. I have coworkers that have been to that point where police had to get involved. I I mean, again, I shouldn't probably admit this, but now this is giving me the idea that I should call locksmiths to try and get into things that aren't mine. And I could probably talk my way around it. I mean, for Christ's sake, I'm a celebrity. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Arrested instantly. Arrested instantly. (laughs) The jar of lychees. He's just holding the jar. Got my jar of lychee nuts. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard you can use this lychee to break into this car. Yeah, come with uh, us, sir. Uh, and we heard you talking about this on your podcast, <laughs> where you said I'll you want to start breaking into now. homes using <laughs> starstruck locksmiths. <laughs> well, Christian, can I help you with anything? I feel like you're the master of your own destiny. You don't need me. Oh well, I did have this question for you, Conan. So yes, and I and I think we kind of touched. A little bit on this, but let's say you had this superpower and knowledge to bypass any lock security system out there. Where would you go? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Graceland. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm going to say if I could get into, I mean, I'm a huge Elvis fanatic and uh, I've been to Graceland, but it's not the same when you're being led through with a bunch of other people. If I could just get in and wander the grounds and walk throughout the house and get a real sense for what it was like. That's awesome. That and guess fantastic. what, Christian? You're going to make my dream come true. <laughs> yeah. Get your van. We're going. Just, uh, Get your van. That you live there. Get and, your van. Uh, oh, yeah. trust me. We'll work on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David can get that done. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah. Just, don't look at the ID too closely. You guys planned the trip. I'll work on that. Yeah. Um, uh, I would love that. That's a, that's a date, Christian. You and I are going to get into your van, and we are. you're going to drive up from San Diego, pick me up, and then we are driving to Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, we're going to break into Graceland and we're going to roam the grounds all night long. And Let's then you're going to do serious time in jail and I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to say it was all Conan. I'll be uh, gone. They'll say Conan who? And I won't be there. <laughs> and David will be standing there in a bad red wig. <laughs> <laughs> you realize. I'll just hit play on this podcast. The, this is the ultimate <laughs> grift. Yeah. Hey, Christian, really nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you too. David, yeah. Matt. Awesome. I'm huge Good fans. Good to meet you, Christian. Best of luck. Thanks. Take care. Likewise. Bye. 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 Conan O'Brien needs a fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Imagine, you just got home from work, dinner is ready, wine is chilled, and your man has offered you 15 minutes of heaven in the form of a foot massage. And then he says, Your spray tanning session is now complete. What just happened? You found your escape at Palm Beach Tan. Break from the chaos at a Palm Beach Tan near you and leave rejuvenated. Take time for yourself at Palm Beach Tan and take that feeling with you wherever you go. 
Get up to $25 off your first month. Featuring Australian Gold. Perfect man, not included. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.